Hello? It's, uh, me. It was you, and <laughs> right? that means I need a goddamn quickie. Oh! <laughs> you do need a quickie. Okay, okay. okay. You good? <laughs> I don't know. Spur yes. of the moment. Yes, I, uh, I have. All right. Hello, and welcome to Sh- We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Saylet. And this is Kalina. And we are a podcast who reads and reviews paranormal romance novels from the network of I didn't know you guys existed. <laughs> or i've never heard of you media (laughs) that is our network that's our network it's brand new you may not have heard of it yet (laughs) you've never ever heard of it (laughs) we're gonna make a big name for ourselves any day now and yep and it's only just gonna take a a couple of years but uh you know we do our thing and we're here that's all we do every other week we do that yeah that's what you can count on from us and probably giggles all the time that's 100 percent. 100 percent. those are the things you can just bet on when you're listening to this podcast (laughs) oh and sexy talk we do always have sexy talk we do have sexy talk even though we seem to run out of ideas because i think maybe some of us have forgotten what sex is like or like different kind of sex (laughs) i don't mean you i'm not that that wasn't a target against you that is so targeted That wasn't, I'm sorry. I'm feeling very personally attacked. <laughs> no, that wasn't, that wasn't an attack. <laughs> I realized that after I said it. Hey, mine's all vanilla, so don't, I can't come up with stories either to talk about, so. I like vanilla, so it's fun. <laughs> I actually have an article about that, but I haven't oh. had a chance to share it with us, with our fun No, well, yet. none of our sex is vanilla in these books, I don't think. Okay, well, uh, I'm sorry. That totally was not directed at you, but... No, <laughs> I know. But it was. No! <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't deliberate. It wasn't malicious. I'm sorry. Um... Let's let's do our, our thing in the beginning and then just like, or we could skip that bullshit. Look, guys, I gained 10 pounds since California. I don't know how to lose it. What do I do? Somebody help me. The end. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. That sucks. I feel for you because I also have not done anything this summer. And summer's over now, basically. It's fall. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I just let a lot of things get derailed. Yeah. And that's hard. It's hard, but it is you know hard. what? We can do it. It's a new month. Yes. Today is day one of a brand new month for us, mm-hmm. and it's time to put ourselves first again. It is. I think that's really what happened. It was easier, like, at the beginning of the year with the new year, and, and we were still kind of in COVID time. Well, we're still always in COVID times, but everything was still kind of locked down because before the vaccines really got out Mm -hmm. and so i think it just was easier to be like this is my time to focus on me and take care of me and then shit like summer happens and you have friends and vacation and family and you know Mm -hmm. and it all becomes like oh i should really do that for somebody else and take care of them it's true yeah no i agree i think you're absolutely right it was easier to focus on that when it was just uh, and also, you were at home by yourself. Yeah. You know, so it's like, for me, the boys are back at school. Dan's at in the office. And so, like, I'm just, I had time to take care of myself. And I guess the situation is still like that here. But I'm also now going back into the office and seeing people. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's hard. But it is it what is. it is. Yeah. We got some time. But Wait, a lot of time. <laughs> exactly. And it's not over, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just 
Okay. Kicking your butt back into gear a little bit at a time. Yes. So. All right. Cool. cool. I have a quickie for you. Do ya? Mm-hmm. What's, What's your favorite kind of bear? Oh, my favorite kind of bear. Uh, okay. I love all bear butts. Oh, I know. Oh, God. Bear they butts have so the cutest <laughs> animal butt <laughs> ever. <laughs> Baloo from fucking Jungle Book has mm-hmm. the best bear butt. But my favorite animal or my favorite species of bear is the panda. Well, the pandas are the best mm-hmm. of all the bears. That's Love my bears. favorite too. Yeah. Um, they also are the silliest they with them e- only eating, you know, <laughs> eucalyptus that has actually zero calories or, or nutritional value. <laughs> Nothing. So they just have to eat like tons and tons and tons. Do you mean bamboo or eucalyptus? Uh, I meant bamboo. You are right. <laughs> I was... I was thinking of koala koalas bears. and how they all have chlamydia. <laughs> but they're also not bears, technically. They're marsupials. <laughs> did, you, did you say koalas have chlamydia? Mm-hmm. What? Like 50, 50% of the koala conver- uh, population has chlamydia and it's actually endangering their lives. Is it? Because it, it can uh, affect their reproductive well, yeah. ability. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. Do they not mate for life? Do they just like sleep around? I think they fuck around. Oh, no. <laughs> Koala. <laughs> I, I don't know how they got chlamydia. Like I don't know what was the first <laughs> koala bear that got chlamydia and where they got it from. Oh, but I'm looking no. at you, Australians. <laughs> it's totally. Do they have like planned koala hood kiosks in the <laughs> wildlife in Australia? I feel like they need to have like roadside assistance for koala bears for koalas yeah condom size (laughs) (laughs) koala condoms i think they're just trying to cure the chlamydia as fast as they can but it is really widespread and there's not that many koalas anyway so so it's it's dangerous yeah they have (laughs) i was like no i heard her say eucalyptus but i also heard her say chlamydia i don't know which one is right I never heard. I never yeah. heard that before. Well, now now you're aware. Okay. The dirty, dirty koalas. <laughs> you guys, we have to make sure we're behind this effort to get rid of the chlamydia. Chlamydia. <laughs> in the koala bear community. But um, yeah, they aren't bears. You're right. Marsupials, you're right. they are. They're not. But so, so my favorite is also the panda. Mm-hmm. Panda mm-hmm. are just too fucking cute. They are. And I do love that they are working so hard in China to save them. Because it's their national, you know, like, animal. animal. And so they, like, have all of the panda porn that they show the pandas and the <laughs> those panda giant conservatories. Reser- <laughs> reserves where they take the babies and take care of them and shit like that. And pandas um, just don't give a shit. They're like, why they- <laughs> are you trying to... We don't even know why we're still alive. And they you're really- trying to keep us alive. <laughs> I think even outside of human, like existence they fundamentally probably wouldn't have survived no. because that seems like a very poorly like designed <laughs> lifestyle yes. that they have <laughs> so but true. i'm glad we're here to save them and love them yes they're cute they are but what about aside from that like more traditional bear bears like do you have another next favorite one yeah i would have so i really i really love polar bears just because i feel for them <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's heartbreaking. My heart is goes out for them. But I think it's if we were going to look at, like, cuddle factor, if we're mm-hmm. taking out the, like, danger factor of them completely mm-hmm. oh, yeah, mauling yeah. and we're killing just... us, no. <laughs> is the brown bear. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Kodiak, grizzly, you know, the brown bear. They're bigger mm-hmm. than, you know, the little black bears. And I love little black bears. Oh, yeah. Because they're just so cute. I just feel like if they weren't true animals that would rip us apart in one swipe of their claw, they would be really fun to cuddle with. And a big, big grizzly would be mm-hmm. very interesting to cuddle with. I love their little snouts. <laughs> like, you know, those pictures of or, or videos of them, like, smelling the camera lens. And it's just they're moving their little nostrils. I'm making nostril noise faces. <laughs> And that's just so cute. I love them. They but are. also I'm terrified of them. Well, I mean, I love them from afar where I should love them from. Super afar. It's like, cool, bears. <laughs> Keep doing your you, thing. You bear it up in there. Cool. So that kind of takes us to our book for the day, mm-hmm. right? It does. That's, you know, what we're, we're here to talk about a book, guys. And also bears. And bears. <laughs> Yay. So we read... Love and Other Wild Things by Molly Harper, narrated by Amanda Ranconi and Jonathan Davis. And Kalina will give you your clits notes for the episode. So this is the second book of the Mystic Bayou series by Molly Harper. We read the first book, uh, How to Date Your Dragon, which we put out with episode 64. If you want to go and check that out before, like now. Oh, and come back here later or <laughs> or after after this episode and you want to go and look at listen to that one you know it's your thing we're you not your you. bosses no we can't control you Mm-mm. you can do whatever you want but this is where we fell in love with mystic bayou which is this town down in louisiana that's set up and kind of outside the swamps and next to a rift in uh I don't know, the fabric of reality, <laughs> space, <laughs> space time, I don't know. But it seems to be a place where shifters and magical creatures are drawn because they feel really comfortable around the rift. And then the humans who already lived there b- before were like, that's cool. We'll be friends. Whatever. We like you. <laughs> the, the magical creatures are really good because they make like all of the crops grow really well and and they just kind of help out and and the humans are like that's fun let's let's be friends so they've been a good community for you know centuries or something and there's an international organization of i don't know shifters and other magical creatures Mm -hmm. that has since book one been investigating the rift and wanting to know more about it because they're convinced that soon shifters and paranormal creatures will become public knowledge to humans and they want to see how they can help make it a good and safe transition instead of you know oh no scary and they hunt they hunt all the magical creatures for you know sports or something so in this book we meet danica she is a energy witch and she has the power to like see the energy of the rift and how it's flowing in and out and they're trying to figure out because it seems like the rift's becoming destable and unstable and it is producing higher rates of magical creatures like Mm -hmm. humans that have no history in their family are turning into magical creatures are giving birth to magical creatures and even some of the magi are getting extra powers that they aren't used to having or they're, you know, they're, they're, it's just, it's obvious that th- something's happening with the rift. It's intensifying uh-huh. the magic of the region. And so Danny shows up to try and help understand it for the league and maybe figure out a way to keep it stable so it doesn't turn any more humans into magic. 
And then she meets Zed, who is the mayor of the town, and uh, a giant bear. Giant, a giant bear. bear shifter. Bear, big bear. Um, Danny's naturally a kind of a loner rambler type. She travels the world, sealing energies and magics around other areas that have trouble. And she works freelance, so she kind of does whatever she wants when she wants it. She had a rough childhood because her mother and father are both the most selfish, awful people. They're terrible. But she lived with her grandparents and her aunt, and she loved that, and that that's all good. But she still isn't into, like, settling down or being back home. She likes to use her powers for good. And Zed is a, you know, bear. <laughs> like, he seems to not be interested in settling down, at least at the beginning. But then all of a sudden he meets Danny and it's like, oh, my God, this uh, one's my mate. Uh, yep. This is this is what it's like to date a real, you know, grown up adult woman. And <laughs> so he, he keeps trying to have, you know, a relationship with her. And at first she rebuffs him a lot. She's like, no, I'm not into that. We can have sex, though. Totally. But not not like girlfriend, boyfriend things. I don't like that. I don't like emotions. <laughs> those are crazy. <laughs> Who wants those? So naturally, they do have sex. First, just kind of casually. And then eventually he gets up the nerve to be like, this is what I want. She does say, no, I'm not interested, but let's see how things progress. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she, they kind of meet each other in the middle there between her desire to have just casual sex and no relationship and his basically like going let's mate for life and have babies <laughs> right now <laughs> so <laughs> so they're doing this in the meantime there's some stuff with the rift it's kind of getting worse and everything she's doing to make it better she's like why isn't this working she gets attacked at one point and almost strangled to death she fights for her life but also uh zed saves her and then somebody dies the rift is almost torn open. She discovers this plot by an outside source to try. They, their whole point is to open the rift wider. We don't know why. But Danny's almost murdered. And then again, Zed saves the day and throws the woman into the rift. And she's gone now. Bye, Laura. <laughs> Peace out, bitch. And he gets away with murder. He does. He does. Mm-hmm. As, as Danny points out, they don't know she's dead. You True. Know, you could just pass through the rift and end up on the other side in a different reality. There's no way of knowing. You know what? This is how I felt about Sirius Black and the dais. Everybody's telling me he's dead and I just don't believe it. I know, right? Well, we don't know. We have no idea. <laughs> There's no proof. <laughs> so you can't blame me for murder. So he gets away with it. Totally. So he does. Yeah. They just decide like, well, she was a bad person and, you know, she was trying to kill Danny at the time and uh, that's probably bad. So, you know, the fact that she maybe is gone is okay. <laughs> I love that Bale's <laughs> like, what makes you think you're the judge, jury, and executioner? And then he makes the executive decision to, <laughs> yeah. to say you're pardoned. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, well, obviously all of you are. I mean, it's not really how things get done, but okay. Yeah, so that's, I mean, and then they decide that they need Danny to stay in town and work on the rift pretty permanently because they aren't sure exactly what uh, Laura did to it and if it's going to keep, you know, degrading or or if if Danny can really put it right. Mm Mm-hmm. And they have to protect it from somebody else showing up and trying to do the same thing. Because this outside shadow agency was paying Laura to do this, to to destabilize the rift. And they could try again, for all we know. So mm-hmm. so the League wants uh, Danny to stay, and Danny wants to stay. And so she moves in with Zed. 
And now they're probably going to be mated for life. Yeah, probably going to happen. It just might be <laughs> the case. But that's cute because um, he's fucking awesome. And oh, I my mate God. With, uh, Zed as well. I love this. So towards – I'm just jumping around, but my, yes, one of let's, my – let's jump now. I'm done. Favorite scenes was after she'd just been attacked, I think, by Laura. He goes to, like, rescue her or fight for her or whatever. And then he comes in as a bear. And then he mm-hmm. just, like, takes her and wraps her in his bear body with and puts his claws on her, like, gently. And, oh, I want a bear, a nice non-wild bear to cuddle me like that. I know. He was all wrapped around her, like, cuddling her as a bear. And she was just like, this is interesting. Yeah. I need one of those really big, like, stuffed animal bears. Yeah. You know those are, like, 20 feet ones? Yeah. Maybe they're not 20 feet, but they're well, huge. that's a bit big, but maybe... <laughs> Maybe like seven, seven, eight feet. Yeah, that, that'll work. <laughs> Maybe not 20 feet. Oh my God, can you imagine that? I would, that's what, that'd be my bed from now on. It's the teddy bear bed. I try to get one of those. Actually, I don't try to get one of those because Dem will never let me have one. But they have them at Costco every Christmas. Oh, they're, a giant they're, bear. Yeah, they're like eight feet or something. They're humongous. And they're ridiculous. You don't need them. Nobody go buy them because they're unnecessary. But they're <laughs> so fun to play with. Well, obviously somebody's buying them if they keep having them. And it keeps going out of stock. Yeah. So they, they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, what I find interesting about this, one of the things I find interesting about this book is that, so they're trying to figure out all of these different things with the Rift and some of them are even discovering their own powers and things like Jillian. Well, the rift made her a It phoenix. changed her. Yeah. It changed her. But Danny came in as a supernatural person. So there are obviously people out there, a ton of people out there that are either shifters or are witches or whatever. So now I know humans are terrible. We're like the worst species ever, right? But would it be, do you think that transition would be that terrible? Especially if the supernatural people can overpower the humans? You know what I mean? They obviously know there are supernatural creatures out there. So I feel like that transition to open that up to the public would be okay. Um, (laughs) I think that the fear around the rift is is like kind of twofold. I do think we keep finding out that more people know about supernatural beings than don't Mm -hmm. or than we thought so. At least in this world, because like at the very end, Danny's talking to her grandfather. Yeah. And she's never told him what she does, that she has this um, energy magic. And she introduced him. It's um, FaceTime. And she introduces him to the the, the friends, you know, Zed and, and Jillian and, and Bael. And Bael's Jillian's mate and he's a dragon. And at the very end of the conversation, the grandpa, she doesn't say who they are, just that they are, mm-hmm. you know, the sheriff and the mayor and, and stuff. But she doesn't say anything about them being magi or or special and at the very end of the conversation the grandfather's like well you tell that dragon that he needs to sprinkle this mixture around his hoard and it'll keep people away (laughs) and she's like what dragon and he's like i know dragons i'm from this nordic clan we were the ones that sculpted the dragon boats or whatever you know like shit like that that. yep Mm -hmm. so obviously he knows about magic Mm -hmm. and he he mentions offhandedly that like her great great grandmother could fling fireballs or something (laughs) so i do think that it probably wouldn't be as murdery as you know maybe (laughs) if 
we had had it during the Middle Ages or something, some more period of time where humans might have been more scared. But I think the bigger fear for the rift is, and why they're keeping it so quiet, is they don't want people... Like in the first book, remember, it was that human guy killing people because he kept seeing other humans get magic and he was so upset because he lived in the bayou his whole life Mm -hmm. and near the rift and he wasn't getting magic and so he was upset and he kept wanting to understand why it wasn't him and i think that's the bigger problem is that humans especially crazy humans we get greedy would want would want to become special and then they could yeah they could really destabilize everything by trying to force that that would be fair fear i would that would be if i had a superpower i would totally let people know i would i wouldn't keep it a secret but what if the x-files came and took you away i will punch jillian anderson in the face and run away oh, no not her I actually really like her i'll punch david i know i was like i really like her can you punch david instead? i will punch david and run away <laughs> Mulder deserves to be punched way more than scully i know i take that back i'm sorry dana i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> but yeah anyway this is this was a short book it was four hours long super fun oh i love it i like the it first so book better than this book oh really i i liked the story better i like the main characters better in this one so i like I, danny and zed yeah. better than bael and jillian but i like jillian and bael's story better does that make sense yeah i guess i mean <laughs> sure <laughs> I feel like there was a lot more stuff happening in the background for for ba- Bael and Jillian because it was mm-hmm. mysterious. All these people just started dying and they couldn't figure it out. And they had all these, they were introducing all of these like cryptic characters in the background, which they did in this episode too. Oh, it was so many red herrings so as to who many. was going to be the bad person. I There were like three women that were like really yep. awful. And you're like, one of these three has got, got to be, be the bad person. <laughs> and of course, I think everybody is like, it's Maureen you know oh we were meant to i mean even laura who really was the bad person yeah. set maureen up to be the scapegoat yes. she yeah. intentionally picked someone who was going to be weird mm-hmm. and like come off as creepy yep and then there was that other chick who i don't remember ivy Pop- yes ivy lefroy or something mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. yes she definitely doesn't do her and en- herself any favors <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. seems super creepy yeah so it was very well written in that sense. There were, it was just like mystery. Who is it? Who is it going to be? And I, I hated Laura from the beginning, but I didn't. I guess I, I never think, thought it would be her. No, I didn't think it was her either. She didn't seem at all special, right? I think mm-hmm. that's kind of the point. But I, okay, I agree with you on one point. I think what would have made this one just slightly better would have been if she started at least or would you know, spoke, if Danny spoke more and like referenced more on the rift everything she was doing but kept getting undone like if she had Mm. i do think that we didn't get enough of her and her magic yes yeah like it did seem like she kept we just kept finding her eating pie and uh researching (laughs) things in the library instead of doing more energy work yes and i think if she had done that and kept finding inconsistencies and being really puzzled about it because we really didn't it wasn't until the end where she was like the rift was pulled apart. Well, and she even said during one of the first times where she used her Kamehameha, she doesn't use it as a weapon, she says. She doesn't use her no. powers as weapons. And I think that if she'd explored maybe how to contain that a little bit better 
to where, I don't know, I feel like I would always try to defend myself. So I would train myself to use it as a weapon if I needed to. But it didn't ever seem like she ever needed to do that. So I agree. I think there is a little bit of self-discovery there that she needed to to find out to to do. And I also would have liked to know a little bit more about Zed because we got to know about Baal, I feel like, or at least a little bit more than we did. Well, and we got the whole tragic dragon backstory where nobody in his family likes him anyway because he doesn't seem to be greedy enough. Right. He's not, he's not a good dragon. And he didn't he's not, mate with another dragon. And and then, yeah, that whole mm-hmm. shenanigans. And now they don't like him at all because he's with Jillian. And I just think that's really sad. But yeah, I guess we just have we just have Zed and his mom, mm-hmm. Maymal. She's so cute. <laughs> I love her. I want a mama bear. I know. So badly. Mama bears. <laughs> Mama bears are the best. She and I love when she's talking to uh, Danny, and she says they're just having a like completely easy, like, you know, conversation. And then she's like, "Oh, you mean should I give you shit because you're sleeping with my son?" <laughs> <laughs> and Danny like spits out applesauce. She's, she's like, like, "What? Oh, Charlotte? She's no. like, don't think I don't know. I, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be that mom. That's gonna be mom, or that's yeah. gonna be me. I'm gonna be that. I'm gonna. I well, you know me. I'm very good I at making people uncomfortable. Yes, I want to say it's not on purpose, but that's not true. It's totally on purpose. <laughs> 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 I don't do it to like be a complete asshole, but I just want to be real." And I feel like when that comes to the point in my kids' lives, when they bring over their boyfriend, their girlfriends, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm going to make fun of you for it. It's just going to happen. <laughs> you know, I don't care who you are. That's how you survive in this household. Jokes. Okay. Jokes. <laughs> but yeah, she was great. And then she went and got herself a little love story of her own. Oh, right. Yes. Oh, so cute. She, she's kind of dating... Uh... Jillian's pseudo father figure who introduced her to the world of the magic and the the shifters. Yeah, I feel like there's going to be a deeper story between maybe not him specifically, but who is the lady that Jillian is really good friends with? Sonia. Sonia. I want to know well, about she, her. Uh, she's got to be next, right? Because she just showed up in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so obviously- these outsiders coming in, like. The Rift turned Jillian supernatural, but Danny came in supernatural. I'm pretty sure Sonia is going to be discovered to be if she hasn't already been. I can't remember. I don't remember either. Maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking about another lady. I feel it, 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 there are so many people out there that are, you know, flocking towards the Mystic Bayou because of this Rift that are special. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Is there going to be a third book? Oh, there's mm-hmm. already... Uh, the third one is Selkies are a girl's best friend, and then Always Be My Banshee, Ooh, and Shifters Banshee. in the Night just came out this year, and it's book five. And then there are a couple of, like, half books. Half half of the small books. <laughs> well, I mean, it is, it was six, and it was almost seven hours, so it's not the smallest. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. It's a one. You just it listen was, to it fast. <laughs> I do. That's why I thought it was four hours because I'm yeah. super. Yeah, but it's, it's true. True speed is six hours and forty one minutes. Right, it is. So then, then like book two point five is only three hours. I see. Okay, you know. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I like Molly's writing. I enjoy I, it a lot. I love it. It's humorous. Um, at one point, I, I like I like it when they're self referential a little bit yes. too. Um. 
<laughs> Danny, somebody was making fun of uh, Jillian because she she fucked up when she was dating Bayal in the beginning. He showed her his hoard, and mm-hmm. she was just like, "Oh, that's neat. Let's go." And <laughs> not understanding that mm-hmm. to a dragon, that's essentially like that's a, a mating signal. It like is. I. I'm showing you my horn. I just opened my peacock feathers to you. Basically, <laughs> yes. And she just was like, that's neat. Um, but then, so she's joking. Cool. She's like, well, it's not like there's a book on how to date a dragon. I know. <laughs> but that's exactly the book title of the first book is how to date oh, your dragon. <laughs> it was the perfect reference. It's I literally so out loud by my sci-fi said, ha, there it is. And he wrote it. <laughs> That so, was awesome. It's very good. I love these books. And this is like a perfect, I think I said it in the first episode where I called it like Stars Hollow meets. Yes. Um, I don't know. Supernatural. Something. Supernatural. Um, it was Supernatural meets, yeah, Stars Hollow. Stars uh, Hollow. What is that? Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Because it's just, it's like that small town feel. Everyone knows each other. There's this whole stuff about pie and pie. The, the brownies pie shop. And yeah. like the the male woman who can know things when she touches, you know, the, knows the history of stuff when she touches the male. Mm-hmm. I mean, just stuff like that. It's so cute. It is. It's funny. Molly's a great fucking writer. Mm-hmm. Jonathan and Amanda are goddamn amazing they narrators really complement each other very well oh my god i love it so much and i love his zed his (laughs) real twangy louisiana accent is so sexy deep and drawling and he's got that nice gravel to it it's like he's got sand in his throat it's very nice very very so sexy and bael i no, Bale was cool. We loved Bale, but Zed is a better. I want Zed more. I, want, I do too. I want to fuck that bear. <laughs> <laughs> this make me love bears a whole lot more because they're normally not my. I'm not like I would rather have like a vampire as opposed to shifters. They're my my preference. But I, I fucking remember love the how bears. much I love yes the bears from from the Badger books. Yes, the bears were great. I the love Badger the books. bears. I love bear shifters. Yeah, I love bear shifter. I'm starting to love that. I really, really love the bear shifter in this one too. I do. And They're one of so Eve's fuzzy. bears was one of my favorites. Also, oh yes, Kodiak. Yes. Kodiak from Kodiak Point. Point yes. Mm-hmm. Who ha- also had a mama bear. <laughs> did have he did have a mama bear yep oh we gotta get back into that series because I, I i i loved that story i thought we finished kodiak point maybe oh but then there was gonna be um one about the swamp or something eve is one of the most prolific writers we've ever read there's <laughs> she's like a hundred books in since we started i mean it's that's true <laughs> it's, it's that one you know the one i'm you, talking you about. know oh I, the one of her 500 fucking books like, yeah that one <laughs> okay i'll get right on that just a second <laughs> you're right you're right <laughs> It's hard. <laughs> it is hard, but good. Um, sex, sex, yeah. Holy shit! That's their what first we sex to was good. About. That was so sexy. So sexy. Have you ever walked into a swamp after being exhausted from trying to fix a rift, and turned to the guy that was behind you and was like, "Do you want a bone?" And he's like, "Yeah," and then takes you in the middle of nowhere. Have you? Like, have I done that? Honestly. No. Honestly, I would like to. <laughs> I, I want that to happen to me now. <laughs> only, but only in this world and in this this swamp because 
they were near the rift. Mm-hmm. There are no animals or creatures because they are they they stay away from that kind of power leaking out of the rift. Yeah. And I'm also assuming although it wasn't laid out specifically no bugs. Yeah, and you know, it's fucking Louisiana. There's fucking bugs. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't fuck in a swamp on a normal basis <laughs> because I would assume it would be full of bugs and alligators. I Oh, and snakes. <laughs> oh, Something's and snakes. biting your ass. <laughs> but but maybe Fuck that's no. why she did reverse cowgirl, so nothing could bite her ass. That's true. Just, she had to. Just Zed's ass. <laughs> he he had her ass. <laughs> right, just Zed's ass. But he's a bear. Whatever. He He'll gets survive. bit by bugs all the time because he's a bear. Probably. But he had her ass just fine. So she had to protect her her front. She did. She her did. llamas. Her llamas. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, she, yeah. oh, so no, this first sex scene is so good. It's. Because, like, exactly like Cell says, she just basically is like, hey, you want to have sex here? And he's like, okay. And then she just <laughs> and she just takes off her shirt and her pants and, and is like, you better hurry up. Let's go. Oh, man. <laughs> so he gets naked. And then I just, it is, I think, and we could be wrong. I could just not be thinking or remembering. I mean, we are on book 98, so it's been a while. <laughs> I, at least this is our most explicit reverse cowgirl scene. Yes. No, you're right. Coming from the person who forgets more than you, you are right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we have had this because I think we would have had a discussion about it. Especially if they had used the term reverse cowgirl before. I would have been like, now we got to talk about that because that's a very specific position and it doesn't come up a lot. No, I don't think not, not, no, not described in like the first sex scene or any sex scene. I think it may have come up in conversation, but the way that this was written out was so perfect. It was just oh, it was so good, so good, so good. And so then, good. and I mean, and even she was just like she came hard fast, and she was yeah. like, "Whoa, he knows what he's doing." Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had a condom with him, and he he, did. he had a sewing fucking kit. So he then, when he ripped her bra, he just sewed it back together. I forgot. <laughs> she's what did she say later? She's like, "I've got some dresses at home that you can you sew those for me too, or like blouses or something." Yeah, she's like, "Do you do alterations? I got a skirt that needs yeah. <laughs> uh, She's so funny. I love her character so much, and he's just like he—he's just trying to be cool because he's like this bear, and he's the mayor. I yeah. When we met Zed in the first book, one, all I thought about were Power Rangers. Two, I also thought. <laughs> That he was just, like, not the dude on this cover at all. He was, like, opposite of hot dude. He was not Mm -hmm. hot mayor. I've never seen a hot mayor. This one is a hot mayor. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know that Zed was going to be a character or, like, a lead character in any of these books. I thought he was just going to be, like, the mayor. Yeah. No, he definitely has grown into his own in this book. You know, he's come a long way from book one where he was just kind of the like, he seemed fussy. Yeah. He always seemed like he was fussing at Bael about shit. Mm-hmm. But in this book, he's it's kind of tables turned for him and Bael gets to give him a bunch of shit because he's obviously head over fucking heels in love with Danny yes. from the very beginning. And they're like, dude, mm-hmm. stop ogling her. <laughs> <laughs> and he's talking about her llamas. <laughs> she always wearing llamas shirts and the llama tops. Llamas. 
And they stretch across her nice, ample boobs, obviously. <laughs> also, she's a full-figured lady. She's yes, got she all is. the curves. And uh, it's very rude when that other Laura. chick. Not Laura. Well, Maureen. Laura is also rude Maureen her, also said it to you. But Maureen at the end, is Laura. very condescending mm-hmm. about her shape. And then Laura's straight up fat shaming her. And it's awful. Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay. She gets thrown into a rift. She's fine. <laughs> yeah, they both die. So <laughs> Fuck both of you. That's what happens when you fat shame people. Don't fat shame. <laughs> you- you die. And you die in Married. Mystic Bayou. At least there. But um, yeah, they have really good sex there. And then the next sex scene is later on at his house in a giant bear-sized t- yeah, in-ground tub. <laughs> and you guys know how we feel about water sex. It's, you know, in real life, it's not a, it's not a thing. Like it doesn't work. I we don't care what anybody says. But it's the best sex to read. But when you read it. <laughs> Jesus, so good. It's such a good scene. I do like that break that she gives us, though. I mean, obviously, I want to hear it. I want to hear the sex being described to me and the scene laid out. But she does give us the first sex scene in the swamp. And then there's a shower sex scene that we don't get at all. So we have to fucking use our imaginations. And then we get the tub scene, which is explicit. And I know it's so it's so good. How do you feel about so um, in the middle there, the one that they we don't actually get mm-hmm. they're at her house and th- you know he finally finishes fixing her shower and she's like let's test this out let's have sex in the shower and she's like and then i'll take you upstairs to my swinging bed because if everybody remembers i don't yes. know from the first book <laughs> the house that jillian first stayed in and that now danny is staying in has a giant bed like king-size bed hanging from the ceiling mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on spider floss uh spider silk and um spider spun silk yes and so she was going to take him upstairs to, to, to fuck there. But he's like, nah, Bael and Jillian had sex in that bed. And even though they got a whole new mattress, I just don't feel comfortable doing that. <laughs> and so they didn't. They just had sex in the shower a whole bunch. Uh-huh. What do you think about that? Like, would you be uncomfortable having sex in a bed that you knew your friends had had sex in? No. With or without a new mattress? The mattress doesn't bother me. It's the sheets. Oh, yeah. I know. Fuck, like, yeah. The like, sh- just, as long as it's not the naked-ass mattress that I want to have sex I, on anyway. I wouldn't even do that on my own mattress. And no, that's my, because- those are my fluids. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. gross, but it is what it is. They're also, like, yeah, it wouldn't be very comfortable, but... Right. It yeah, also I wouldn't, wouldn't be very comfortable. I also would not have problems with it. It wouldn't... It wouldn't bother me. No. But he was all like, no, that'd be too, it'd be like, we're too close to them. And I'd be like, no. Are, are they still in the house fucking in the bed? <laughs> are they there right now? Because <laughs> if so, then yes, don't, don't do it. Okay? Yeah. Not only, I mean, because it wasn't like they just changed the sheets and then he was like, it's the same mattress. I can understand that a little bit more, but they changed the whole mattress. It yeah. Like. So it's just functionally the same room and a platform. That's that swing, it. You know, and it's that's just, all that's the same. And he's like, nah. You having sex in the same city <laughs> as everybody else. <laughs> well, and like, you know, they didn't specifically say, but you don't know they didn't have sex in that shower. <laughs> that's, tr- that's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. You know, I just like, I thought that was a funny line to draw because i'm just like mm. it, it is but you know what i bet you a lot of people do kind of feel that way maybe that like i don't think i i wouldn't have a problem having sex in your bed no emily's bed but like i said i've had sex in, well not in their bed bed but in their house and like their spare bed i've had sex in their bathroom <laughs> <laughs> we just emily thank you for letting us have sex all over your house we just Seriously, though, we just go over to her house and have sex. 
Poor Emily. <laughs> She's going to get this episode in like six months and be like, you guys. Oh, she knows. She knows. She fucking knows. She could not know. (laughs) There's no way she doesn't know. But, uh, (laughs) so yeah, I'm totally fine with it. I do do think it was a little weird that he was just like, no. But he probably has a heightened sense of smell. So that may bother him. So I'll give him that. But that's it. Okay. I guess so. We're going to have to just accept that, I guess. I think it's still funny. It is funny. Because if I ever got the chance to try out a swinging bed, I'd fucking take it regardless of who had been in there before me. Yes. I love the way that sounds so much. I imagine absolute disaster of sex in it, but I think it would be hilarious to give it a goddamn shot. I just imagine just, it would just start swinging and then it would just be hitting the walls and shit. It would fall. I don't fucking care how strong that spider's web is. Like, she's and like, it, and the rhythm would eventually start working like oh, yeah. against you because that's how swings and shit works. That where is you, how that works. You you think you can get into a rhythm, but no. then the swinging motion, the pe- the the pendulum would mm-hmm. like be off, and you'd be like, "Oh no!" <laughs> yes, because your organs are here, but your body is here. It, it doesn't <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> I just think it would be amazing to try because I would probably end up wetting myself laughing. About oh my it. god, you and you're clumsy. <laughs> you're clumsy <laughs> when you're physical. <laughs> We know this. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be, oh, that would be the greatest. I need this to happen so that you could talk about it on the show. Uh-huh. Um. So let's let's devise a plan somehow to figure this out. <laughs> Definitely going to then... need somebody who can hang the bed from the ceiling, which is not you or I, I think. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. You mean I just think... like plant hooks aren't going to work? <laughs> just like... I got some 3M tabs. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> I've got lots of hot glue. <laughs> this shit's gonna work. I got some yarn. I don't know about string. Or, it's or not rope. spider's bun, <laughs> but apparently it's, it's my a, knitting yarn. Yeah, right? that that's fine, a right? Bee made it. I wash my dishes with it. I think it'll be fine. We got this. It's gonna happen. <laughs> We're gonna be fine. This will be fun. We just gotta measure that. <laughs> How far <laughs> off the ground do you want it so that when you fall? <laughs> You won't die. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, I have to be able to get into it, so it it can't go very far because I only have <laughs> I have like two feet. I can move my arms and legs <laughs> before it would be taller than I am. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. I'd need stairs to get into my swinging bed. Yes, yes. All of our carpenter friends, please contact us at sturdybooks.com. <laughs> <laughs> so... Anyway, should we talk about our kiss and tell then? Yeah. We kind of started it and then we moved on, but we can go back. We can totally go back. So we're going to go back to the first sex scene, which is about the reverse cowgirl and how Danny was just like, let's do this. And he's like, okay. And then turned her around. And then magic happened, stuff exploded, and it was fun. Yeah, she fucking made flowers grow because of her magic. I do like that too. I do too. I want to have sex and make flowers grow. I want to make flowers grow. Why do I not live in Mystic Bayou? Why aren't you a supernatural creature, Kalina? I would be an energy witch. Yeah, That would would. be a cool thing to be. Yeah, I think I'd be like a shifter raccoon. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where that came from. It sounds fun. <laughs> I'll just like knock over everybody's trash can. Every just go day. fuck around all night. Just be all like, night long. 
Which is an ornery town raccoon. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Max from the Badger series are best friends. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Okay. So the kiss and tell for this episode is about reverse cowgirl. All things associated with this position. So have we ever experienced it? Do we like it? Do we... What? Anything. Just anything. Yes. I have tried it. I like it and don't like it simultaneously. Okay. I don't think it's very effective most of the time. (laughs) It's not... It doesn't rub the right way. It's kind of going the wrong way. Mm-hmm. It does allow me to have control over my clit if I want, mm-hmm. which is nice. But I do like, I like the... <laughs> I like that you looked back just now. <laughs> well, I, I kind of think it's sexy to be like, look at my ass. Oh, like, totally. You know, right? That is like, <laughs> that's what they're holding on to. That's, that's what they're what looking it's there at. For. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if, if you are with someone who likes your ass, which you should be, because mm-hmm. that's the whole point, right? Then you're just kind of like, there's your ass. <laughs> it's kind of bouncy and cute. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So that's, I kind of like the aesthetic of it with, without really loving the um, functionality of that position. Yeah, I guess that's sort of the same way with like shower sex. Mm-hmm. It looks sexy as hell, but it, it just doesn't work. Well, for me. So that's my feeling about reverse cowgirl. Mm-hmm. I don't like it at all. <laughs> I don't. It is not my preference. So this has a lot to do with the clitoral stimulation, mm-hmm. right? So I don't pleasure myself in that way unless I'm using a toy. I don't use my fingers because I don't. I don't like it because I don't want to feel myself. Because <laughs> then I get too caught up with the fact that I'm touching my own clitoris. I don't, I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. I'd rather use a toy. But also, I'm not coordinated enough. It has nothing to do with like being short or anything. It's just I can't, and I don't know how to move my hips. You know, mm-hmm. my hips are truth tellers. No, they're not. They're <laughs> liars. My hips are liars. <laughs> I was trying you to use this. You do not Shakira. have Shakira. Yes, hips. I don't have Shakira's hips. They, they, yep. her You're lips lying, don't lie. Little lying. My hips, hips are lying hips. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know how to do like the upy downy thing with the butt that looks so good. You know, mm-hmm. and I. Mm-hmm. Mm, I just don't got it. I don't have that coordination. And (laughs) I'm about to pee myself. (laughs) And then the inevitability of it popping out. (laughs) That is true. Yes, 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 yes. And then it's too late. It's too late because you're already coming back down. Yes, you are. It's already... It's poking in a spot in the hole that's not a hole. It's now hitting your taint. It's hitting your asshole. It's going other places it shouldn't be. It hurts me. It hurts him. (laughs) We're all injured. It is the other problem of that position is that, yes, it it causes... It does slip out a lot more there. It does. It slips because it's not... I do think, though, if you're lucky, I think maybe once my G-spot has been hit in that position, Mm -hmm. but that's it. We don't do it very often because I'm just like, I'm too stupid to do this position. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't work. (laughs) So I don't want to do it. Or if I do, I'm like, you're going to have to do stuff because I can't. I can't move my body. I can't. (laughs) You're like, I will sit here. I will will just sit. You move your hips. Bounce me. Yes. You move your pelvic up and down, and if you you you, you bounce it, if you slip out, just be careful where you put it back, because it may not go back in the same spot. <laughs> no, 
No, it rarely does. It always inevitably moves and goes somewhere else. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Those yeah. penis just fucking do what they want. They do. They do. I do think I've, I have, I think that depending on the way their penis goes. Like, <laughs> yes. You know? Yes, I know. Straight mm-hmm. or kind of like an up. Mm-hmm. It can be more efficient. Like if it's, if it's more of a straight out penis. It works better because it doesn't slip out as much. But if it's one of those kind of pointy up penises. (laughs) (laughs) So like. (laughs) 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 Like the the three o'clock penis. Yeah. Yeah. The one o'clock penis. (laughs) You know. They gotta go. They got you know. There's different angles to the dangle, right? Isn't mm-hmm. that the- <laughs> Dan's got? Dan has a three o'clock penis. In case you wanted to know, I'm so glad I do. I'll take that. You know, I'll just file that away for information I never needed. Because <laughs> next time Dan asks you what time it is, you can say it's three o'clock. Right? And you won't fucking know because we just made this up right now. <laughs> and you and I will laugh very loud and for a large, long amount of time, very loudly, and no one else will get why we're laughing. No one would get it at all. In six months, Emily can join us. <laughs> uh, give that a year. She's far behind. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, that's so, yes. Good shit. That's reverse cowgirl for you. Yeah. I mean, our our interpretation of it, which isn't the end all be all of anything. Oh, uh, no. No, it's not at all. No. That's- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, good sex scene. Go listen to it. It's highly recommended. And if you want to try it in a swamp in Louisiana, go for it, but do it at your own risk. You know, watch out for bugs and snakes and alligators. alligators. And people, and, yeah. I guess. Yes, probably people. <laughs> I'd also watch out for them. Other people. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, fun fuck fact for this episode, <laughs> right, is about bears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've got a, a, a article right here called 80 Interesting Fa- Bear Facts. <laughs> <laughs> and it's written by Karen Lendart. Uh, published in December of 2016, updated in 2019, and it's on the website factretriever.com. Uh, so, yeah, 80 bear facts. Um, I'm just gonna- <laughs> Sit down and listen, guys. It's story time. <laughs> it's story time of the bears. No, I'm only going to read one because it's kind of fun and it, it kind of has stuff to do with this book. It is fact number 72 on the list. Once bears breed, they go their separate ways. Male bears do not help the mother bear raise the cubs. Depending on the breed, intercourse may last a few minutes, giant panda, or half an hour, polar bear. <laughs> so there you go. What kind of bear are you? Are you a panda or are a you polar? A panda or are you a polar bear? Somewhere in between. <laughs> Taking pole now. Awesome. Yeah. So there you go. Bears. Bears are fun and sexy bears and we are- love Zed. <laughs> Zed. He loves Zed. And mm. I love his mom. Man, I want to date Zed and have Man, his, mama, got... his mama bear be yeah. all Mama nice berry. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, you want to rate this thing? I think that's the next thing to do. <laughs> okay. Sex and then book. One, two, 
three, nine. eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then book. One, two, three, eight. eight. Okay. Yeah. So, like I said, I really enjoyed the characters for this book. I didn't enjoy the story as much as I did the first one. The first one was so much fun. And I think we actually got more sex in the first one. I um, think so, I too. Remember exactly? I remember they had sex in his horde, and that was super fun for us. We liked super we liked cool. the giant sex on, or the sex on a giant pile of gold. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I love how Molly writes her because they both had shifted. Both Baal and Zed shifted at some point in each one of their stories, mm-hmm. just for a little bit, just to give Jillian and Danny a little bit of a glimpse of what they look like in their shifter form, which is pretty cool. So. That has nothing to do with the sex. I'm I mean, sorry. it did but happen the, in Bael, in the, in the dragon, dragon like around, like, mm-hmm. I think while in they were horde. in the horde. Yeah. And then they had sex in normal form. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so the sex was good in this one. The swamp one was very, very fucking sexy. And the bathtub scene was, was good, too. But. That's, yeah. That's I mean, that's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there isn't a but. That's just the facts. It was good. That's you it. know, really mm-hmm. fun. Good sex scenes. Um, I wanted. I would like both of them. I'll take those scenes. That's fun. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have sex with a giant bear shifter in a tub in his, in his cave-like house. His house sounded really uh, weird, but I know. Well, he kept, well, he literally called it his cave. It has no <laughs> windows. It is a cave. I would. I'd be like, buddy, we're gonna put some windows in. A curtain, maybe just like a shower rod. <laughs> I- we need some windows. I'm 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 a person. I need some light. No, I like this book. It's really fun, and I just love Mystic Bayou so much. Mm-hmm. Let's make this place happen, I just, guys. I just don't know why it's not a real space that I can live in. <laughs> Obviously, I would not want to live in Louisiana because it is too well, no. hot. <laughs> we we were just there a couple months ago. It's and fundamentally too hot. I don't want to go there and again. And there's hurricanes. Mm-hmm. But I still want this place to be real and I want to live in it. There's an alligator farm in like South Colorado somewhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can just go <laughs> commandeer a town. <laughs> That's like down near the dunes. <laughs> Put in a swamp. It's hot. It is hot. It's work. the dunes. You're right. Cool. All right. Well, there's that. So for our next book, we are going to read Ragnar, Heat in the Snow by Ruby Saroy. We read, is this the second one in her series or just a different book? No, it's in the series. Oh. It's technically like book 1.5. Okay. It's not a full-blown book because it's very, very short. It's a short um, yeah. But the first book was Deal with Her Dragon. Uh, we read that for episode 73, and it was about the witch who owned that mead store in Sweden, and then she mates with a dragon. Mm-hmm. And this book is just, it's just the um, Christmas story for these two characters. It's not like, yeah. it's not really a, like she has, or at least she plans um, to continue the series with some of the other characters getting their happily ever afters, you know. But this, in this particular one, it's just... These two characters go on Christmas holiday. So, and yep. have sex a yeah. lot. So, that's what we're reading next. 
No, that's what we're so you guys will join us again sometime during Christmas for a nice sexy Christmas. Just story. before. Yeah. This episode'll come out yeah. like on the fifteenth of December. So awesome. just before Christmas. And we'll probably start I could start plugging it now as you guys are listening, but we're gonna do something special for our one hundredth. We don't know how big it is gonna be yet this yet, but just look forward to it because it is gonna be in two episodes. I know, because the next one's ninety nine. <laughs> yes. So So um join us for this. Coming. Join us for the next Next one, join us for 100 because we are going to do something. Yeah. And uh, in the meantime, we'd love to hear from you. Please reach out to us on social media at Shh Dirty Books. That's on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Or you can email us directly at dirtybooks at gmail.com. And in all those places, it is sh with three H's. And you can go to our website at dirtybooks.com and find us on most places that there are podcasts. I think we're on Spotify now, which is amazing. We are. So, we are on Spotify. Well, which is three months ago from this episode. Yeah. But, you know, whatever, two hey, months. We didn't know it three months ago that we were going to be on we it. Did it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> so that's pretty big for us. If you guys can rate, review, subscribe, pass along the good word. And thank you, Jim Townsend, for your music. With that, we'll say goodnight. This is Selah. And this is Kalina. And we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Yeah, you've been listening to Shh, Reading Dirty Books with Kalina and Selah. Be sure to tune into the next episode. Some more of your dirty books read to you and if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating please do that for them